0: Hi, I'm Riz Khan, sitting here with Manoj Narendra Madnani. For this, the sixth and final podcast in the series, The World is Changing, we're exploring more of the philosophy that drives this businessman's core motivation in life. With the belief that one plus one should equal 11, he has, in our previous discussions, talked about how it's important for all stakeholders to benefit mutually from relationships, whether they be business or personal. Today, we'll explore what he believes to be the attitude of gratitude. It's great to uh, sit and have a chance to chat again.
1: Thank you, Riz. It's always good to be here.
0: Now, when you say the attitude of gratitude, what exactly is the attitude that represents gratitude?
1: So, I used to always go back and look at specific situations, whereby situations might not have worked out in my favour, situations or I was going through a very toxic period in life, whether it was due to a business partnership, whether it was due to a personal issue, whether it was due to something that I could not control. And I realized that the more that I sat there and felt the pain that I was going through, I knew that that, well, that pain always came to an end. And after the end of the pain, there was always an element of being able to look back on something and realizing that I had to go through that pain in order to arrive at where I am today. And that made me think about what kind of attitude I had to go through in life. And everyone talks about a positive mindset. But I always refer to the fact that Robin Sharma talks about his four interior empires of of having his mindset, your heart set, your health set, and your soul set, and how each of them together, in my view, create the attitude or form a foundation for what I consider the attitude of gratitude.
0: Now, attitude of gratitude, of course, sounds quite wholesome, spiritual, kind of, uh, you know, guru-like statement uh, to guide someone in in life, uh, especially for self-development. To what degree are you espousing a religious doctrine? Just to be clear is the
1: only gurus I have in my life are external completely, and that's uh, Our family guru, Swami Chinmayananda, followed by Swami Teja now Swami Swarupananda. And I do follow the likes of Robin Sharma, Deepak Chopra, and I literally take all of their teachings and sayings into strict consideration. Because I realize that in order for me to evolve and in order for me to live by the theory of 1 plus 1 equally 11, where I'm adding exponential value to everybody that I'm interacting with, I need to be living and I need to be acting and performing in the attitude of gratitude. So is it a specific religious doctrine? Absolutely not. It's what I find appeals and should be applicable to humanity.
0: What, What role do you feel religion should play? in someone's life?
1: Religion is a very personal theme. And at the end of the day, the energy that one gets from their religious beliefs or their religious sources are very private to them. My only comment on this would be that I know the daily solitude that I spend. The meditation that I go through is for my personal development. It's not something that I am ever going to put on to someone and tell them that they should be following a path of solitude or they should be following a path of meditation. It is a very personal
0: theme. Now, of course, your background is Indian. Um, a lot of people believe a lot of spirituality comes from India and, you know, a lot of Asia has that kind of spirituality. Is there any particular cultural aspect to it from what you can see, you know, where certain backgrounds and cultures do better at embracing such a philosophy
1: I take one culture which always impresses me, which is Thai culture from Thailand, whereby whenever you walk in and whenever you walk into that entire country, when you meet anybody, the first sign of respect is that they fold their hands to you. Very similar to what we find in India as well. However, I'm not linking the attitude of gratitude to any one culture. I feel it is culturally global. It's something which, which I find a lot of people are very mindful of today. And at the end of the day, being grateful
0: is something that should be part of your natural DNA. Well, Some say that it's, it's probably easier to have an approach of attitude of gratitude upon reflection with age that getting older makes us look back and use experience as a reference point for feeling gratitude, uh, even if it's just kind of managing to reach that later age in life and being glad we made it that far. In, in what way do you agree or disagree that, that you know, maturing makes a, makes a difference?
1: Maturity does play a big role. Definitely, I would say that my ability to move on in the event of potentially having lost a bid, having lost a client pitch, even having lost a friend at times. It it would have much more impact to me than than it does today. Today, I believe in the power of uh, synchronicity. That's espoused by Deepak Chopra, where he talks about things happen in life to you and you're synchronized for what you are going through. Yes, you can change your fate by the karma theory, but what is essential is that I take a much more holistic approach when things don't work out now than when I was
0: younger. Now, medicine and science talk about psychosomatic situations where the mind has a direct impact on the physiology of the body. Uh, there seems to be a growing understanding that you know, how we think and feel has a direct, direct impact on our physical well-being. In what way does the attitude of gratitude fit in with this belief of a close mind-body connection, do you think?
1: So this is where I would refer to what Robin Sharma talks about. his four interior empires in order to create a spectacular life. One is your mindset, your heart set, your health set, and your soul set. I mean, we all get up every day. We see tons of messages flying around social media telling everyone to have a positive mindset. What is not out there is in order to have a positive mindset you need to have a positive health set you need to be healthy in order to understand i mean you cannot be reading or you cannot be quoting positive mindset messages while you're holding a phenomenal amount of toxicity in your heart set about someone and then that affects your health set and then when you try and sit down to appease or to to fill your soul set you're so agitated that you're not able to spend any time in solitude, you're not able to read, you're not able to meditate. So therefore, if you look at it, you need to maintain a proper attitude in order to achieve any amount
0: of success,
1: whether it's personal or business, in your life.
0: So so how is this any different from simply positive thinking, if you like? So positive
1: thinking, in my view, just applies to your mind. I want to ensure that my positivity stretches much more than that and I think what I will share is what I do when I'm sitting at a moment of extreme duress the first thing I do is I focus on my breathing I want to make sure that I am able to bring all my thoughts to where my mind and my hands are so I'm not running everywhere I always joke and tell my children I tell a lot of my friends that you know if you're having a tough time in life you should just close your eyes and go through what I call the AAA, which is the automatic attitude adjustment. (laughs) Easier said than done. We're all human and we need to feel the pain. And and just having a positive mindset does not allow you to feel the pain. You need to experience the pain that you are going through and move on and have that pain go through your system. Because if you suppress that, it manifests into something adverse, which is which will affect your general mental and physical health. And that's what you want to avoid. And that's why I always say, one quote, well, it's something which I always say, is to feel is human
0: and to move on is a legendary. The sceptics uh, who might argue that it's you know difficult to have a positive attitude constantly, to always be positive, might also say it's impossible to constantly have an attitude of gratitude. Absolutely. And I think one has to realize that you're not going to have the
1: attitude of gratitude 24 hours a day. You will definitely feel some pain. People are going to disappoint you. You could be sitting in a bad relationship, whether business, whether personal, and you might realize that this is not working out. How do you take this to the next level? But how do you ensure that it's being done in a human manner, that at the end of the day, it's being done with the the minimum pain Are you able to look at it and say to yourselves, all right, this did not work out, how do we move on to the next level and how do we retain, if we can, whatever remnants of positive impact that we had set out initially to achieve?
0: So then do you believe it's all right to be angry or to be frustrated to have negative thoughts?
1: Absolutely, it definitely is. And what I do at a time when I'm going through my own negative thoughts. And when when I'm going through a stressful period in my life, I create two gratitude lists. One that I call a G1, which is where I thank every person in my life. I write their names down. My family, my friends, my colleagues, people that have assisted me could have been a, I mean, people that have served me well. I've go to restaurants, I travel, Uber drivers. I mean, just people you, you are checking in a hotel, even the security guard when you're walking into a building, you don't know how much your smile or his, or his or her smile has changed or had an impact to you and you needed it. The second list that I have is a G2 list, which is for all the things I have in my life. And these are not material things, but these are love, learning opportunities, food, water. And I literally sit there and I look at these two lists and I then try to infuse these lists into my attitude. To ensure that I can reverse whatever is I'm feeling at that time.
0: So what examples can you think of in your life where there's been a clear indication that applying the attitude of gratitude has had a positive outcome and that perhaps if you hadn't taken that approach the outcome would have been different? So I think
1: Riz what's interesting is that we all go through relationships whether business or personal. In this case I'll quote up a business one. I mean there's been I mean, even up until recently, there are people that I've aligned myself with and we thought we were going to have an exponential impact and we're going to go out there and create things and build things. And after a few months, realized it was not working out as planned. And the ability to handle that commercial separation was done in a spirit of gratitude. It was not done in a spirit of, well, let's bring out our legal guns, let's try and find whatever legal loopholes we have, let's go into litigation, let's make this thing onerous. But it was done with a frank conversation and transparency and a a face-to-face whereby we both realized this was not working out. It was not achieving the 1 plus 1 equals 11 outcome that we had thought it would. And it was done that way. Now, what's very clear to me is I always tell everybody, do do not allow the keys to your mental well-being to be in anyone else's possessions except yours. And this is how the the attitude of gratitude has to be. You have to be in control of your destiny.
0: What would be your advice to people listening who might want some sort of guidance uh, on taking a first step to being on a path of having an attitude of gratitude?
1: So a couple of things there, Riz. I'll quote Swami Swarupananda, who runs a course Very interesting course, and his course is based on three things. He says there are people in the world who, firstly, make things happen. Secondly, who wait for things to happen. And third, who ask what happened. All right, I'd like all of us to be part of the Make It Happen crowd. And you make it happen by listening. At the end of the day, there is a lot of content out there. I have taken a view over the last few weeks to discuss a lot of my philosophies and theories, share the attitude of gratitude, and I, I have to tell you who's pushed me along that was actually when I had the chance and to meet Gary Wernerchuk in Dubai in November 2019, who inspired me to get my content out there. And he said to me, listen, Minoj, you, you're, you have something that you should talk about. And it was very interesting coming from a digital guru effectively telling me that I should talk about them. But I also look at the interaction I see online with Vala Afshar. He's the chief evangelist officer at Salesforce. A very well thought out man. The way he speaks, the way he presents, his content is actually phenomenal. And Riz, I've really enjoyed having chats about how do we take the 1 plus 1 equals 11 to a phase? How do we make sure that people are living the attitude of gratitude, but at the same time following the philosophy of one plus one equaling 11. And it's a daily struggle. It's, it's not something that I have a gratitude pill that I would give you and yes. you suddenly take it and yes, yes. You're, you're suddenly grateful all day, no. It's a work in progress like life is. And I think what one has to realize is that you work hard. You work hard at everything. Today, not everyone is born An expert you work hard to become an expert in your field and I think that level of grit that level of consistency that level of focus has to be there you are going to get disappointed in life it's natural not everything is going to work out the way you want it in the right timeline in the right budget with the right people And look, I've dealt, I mean, I've dealt with so many entrepreneurs, so many people over the last few years who've lost their jobs, they've had to shut down businesses, they've had to recalibrate, they've had to go out there and start again. And at the end of the day, one can do that if one understands that he or she has the ability and should be feeling their emotions and not suppressing anything.
0: And of course the attitude of gratitude grows. It's infectious. The more people experience it, the more they're inclined, I guess, to take that path too.
1: Absolutely, Riz. And I think one thing is very clear is that today I count my blessings for people that I have interacted with. It might not have worked out the right way. But I'm really grateful that I've had those experiences because it's taught me a lot. And I hope that I'm able to pass that level of teaching on. But at the same time, very receptive to learning more because I find one thing that keeps me continuing to be grateful is the fact that I am i don't know where the next learning jewel or nugget is going to come from. And it, it usually
0: comes from the places you least expect it. And that's the beauty of it. We're all evolving. In the same way the world is changing, we are changing too. And let's just wish for a better direction for all of us. Absolutely. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you, Riz.